next on the 5 o'clock report. What he's doing is taking away the member's right to strike. It's very, very important to actually be able to get things delivered. My concerns revolve around religious freedom. Time is precious and it's something you can't get back. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Putting the brakes to a threatened rail strike. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. Just a day after the House did so, the U.S. Senate this afternoon voting to go along with them in imposing a labor deal on rail unions, which have been threatening to strike, a move many say would be crippling to an already struggling U.S. economy. Labor leader Peter Kennedy, though, not happy with President Biden's push to force an unpopular deal upon rank-and-file union members. I respectfully disagree with him and how he's going about doing this because what he's doing is taking away the members right to strike. Hardware store manager Charles Hawkins among retailers waiting nervously to see how things play out. We pretty much wait the entire year for this. Once things start to sell you need to replenish so it's very very important to actually be able to get things delivered. This afternoon, Senate vote 80 to 15. It now goes to President Biden's desk for his expected signature. Over in the House, they'll take up the so-called Respect for Marriage Act, pushed through by Senate Democrats with the help of a dozen Republicans. New York Congressman Joe Sempolinsky will be voting no. My concerns revolve around religious freedom. This law goes beyond simply being a backstop for the Supreme Court on marriage between people of the same gender. It codifies a right of action to sue. Sempolinsky among many conservatives who fear the Respect for Marriage Act, which compels the federal government to recognize same-sex unions, will threaten Christian-owned businesses if they stand up for traditional marriage. Another issue affecting borrowers and taxpayers alike, President Biden's pet plan to forgive billions of dollars in student loans. Loyola Law School professor Lori Levinson says after another lower court setback, it's headed to the highest court in the land. The Fifth Circuit has held that, in fact, it's an illegal program. Now, this case is sure to make its way to the Supreme Court because in very short order, there's going to be a need to resolve this issue. And the high court issued a brief this afternoon confirming it will take up the Biden student loan forgiveness plan in February and will issue a decision shortly thereafter. In the meantime, that program remains on hold. President Biden hosting French President Emmanuel Macron at the White House today. President Macron and Brigitte, members of the French delegation, distinguished guests, it's an honor, a genuine honor to host you for the first state visit of my administration. Macron greeted by Biden and the First Lady this morning. Biden says the U.S. and France are working together against Russia's brutal war in Ukraine. He says the nations are defending democratic values and human rights. Macron's visit will include a bilateral meeting and the first state dinner since Biden took office. The lives of four Idaho college students who were fatally stabbed less than three weeks ago honored individual by university students, families, and supporters. And Vogan's 21-year-old daughter, Madison, among the victims. Such a great kid, such a perfect little baby, so just smart and funny and beautiful. Stacy Chapin's son, Ethan, another of the victims. Make sure that you spend as much time as possible with those people because time is precious and it's something you can't get back. Authorities have revised their theory about those slaying, saying they may not have been a targeted attack after all. Positive news on the inflation front today. The monthly increase in October of prices was below estimates, which is likely to hearten the Federal Reserve Board. 
The savings rate fell to the lowest level since the Great Recession in 2008. CBS's Jill Schlesinger, as for the news on the job front. The latest read on new jobless claims shows a big week-over-week decline, and it erases much of the previous week's spike in new claims, which are a proxy for layoffs. Seasonally adjusted new applications for unemployment benefits dropped 16,000 to 225,000. Bank rates Mark Hamrick. The U.S. may be increasing the number of Ukrainian troops it trains and significantly so. If the Pentagon's proposal is approved, the U.S. military would start training some 2,500 Ukrainian soldiers a month at bases in Germany. That would mark a substantial increase over the current training, which has totaled about 2,000 since the beginning of the war. The new training would teach Ukrainians the battlefield art of conducting combined arms operation, coordinating ground maneuvers by infantry and tanks with artillery fire. CBS Pentagon correspondent David Martin. Hawaii's Mauna volcano continues to draw tourists, but also concern from Hawaiian officials concerned about its growing threat to the state's infrastructure. Two active vents are shooting fountains of lava into the air and feeding glowing rivers of molten rock down the mountainside. I've waited my whole life to see this. Although the flow is slow moving, it's still persistent and emergency managers are ramping up their planning. It's very high probability that this lava flow, if it continues, will definitely reach the road. CBS's Jonathan Vigliani reporting. An important question for any Christian. Does your pastor in your denomination have belief systems that line up with God's Word? It's rare to find any denomination where at least three out of four of their pastors consistently hold biblical beliefs on real foundational biblical teaching. Researcher George Barna with Arizona Christian University says that includes the means to salvation and the value of human life. We discovered that only 64% of all Christian pastors believe that the Bible is the true Word of God that does not contain errors. Barna says that can be both encouraging to pastors and help keep them accountable to God's truth. A Warner Brothers Batmobile is up for sale. The car featured in Tim Burton's live-action films, 1989's Batman and Batman Returns in 92. Since then, it's been used as a prop at Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey in front of the Batman Returns roller coaster. The Batmobile being sold by an avid movie car collector for $1.5 million. But hey, it comes with a working flamethrower. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, turmoil over homelessness in Rochester, a controversial vote certification in Pennsylvania, and the Bills trying to keep it rolling on Thursday Night Football. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast for tonight, diminishing winds. Some clouds around and across New York State particularly, but some starlight as well, especially in central and eastern Pennsylvania. Low temps 20s. For tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny. High temps into the 40s and near 50. On Saturday, windy with rain. The temperatures peak at or above 50, but then tumble. Rain could change to some snow or snow showers in the afternoon and evening across far western New York and northwest Pennsylvania. All right, thank you, Kevin. Checking the stories, making news where you live now across New York and Pennsylvania. Protesters in Rochester pushing back against the city's efforts to close a homeless encampment. The inhumane treatment that we witnessed over the last three days on Loomis Street is severely disheartening. Rochester Mayor Malik Evans announced efforts to move those tents this week. There will be something done about every single encampment in the city. Some of those we have to work with our state partners. We will have to work collaboratively with them on. Evans says the area has become a hub for trash and drug use. New York Attorney General Letitia James announcing a big ghost gun trafficking ring takedown. In a 438-count indictment, three people charged from an operation that illegally sold firearms shipped to New York and Pennsylvania from various online retailers before assembly. 
New York State Senator Tom O'Mara is calling for an investigation into a Cuomo-era policy that sent thousands of COVID patients into nursing homes at the start of the pandemic. Mistakes might have been made, but let's learn from those mistakes and not just cover it up uh, and act as everything was appropriate and done okay uh, when we know for a fact that it wasn't. On March 25th, 2020, former Governor Andrew Cuomo ordered 9,000 recovering COVID patients into nursing homes. It's unclear exactly how many nursing home patients died as a result of that decision. Remains found in a wooded area of Tennessee might be those of a missing teenager from Addison, New York, who disappeared more than a decade ago. Nicolisi was 18 years old when he went missing on September 30th, 2011. His mother, Monica praying for closure in the case. Every discovery is something that does something to a mom in my position. And I'll be honest, um, this time I'm hoping that it turns out to be my son. A hunter tracking a deer discovered the remains over the weekend. A Broome County Sheriff's deputy retiring after six decades on the job of law enforcement. Sheriff David Harder's career includes six terms as the sheriff. He now steps down at age 80. When he first started, there was no defund the police movement, but when Harder started back in 1964, there wasn't much of a fund the police movement either. If you want a gun belt, you better buy it yourself. If you want to shoot somebody, you better buy the ammo. You want to write a ticket? You better come up with a pen. Deputies were given a small stipend to buy their uniform and supplies. Buffalo, New York school teachers working without a new contract for three years. Now they're turning up the heat on Superintendent Dr. Tanja Williams. She's feeling pressure to resign amid the ongoing labor dispute. But Williams says give her some time. To take a vote of no confidence after 19 weeks, four months on a job, to me feels a little bit premature. The Buffalo Teachers Federation is circulating a survey asking for a vote of no confidence in the superintendent. The union's looking for a 20% pay hike. The district says can't afford it. Dr. Williams has been on the helm of New York's second largest school district since July 20th. Leaders at Binghamton University seeking to team up with SUNY Broome Community College. Binghamton University President Harvey Stanger says he sent a letter to SUNY Chancellor Deborah Stanley. As enrollment at the two-year SUNY Broome campus wanes, the university notes a drop in local students transferring to complete their education, despite an overall 22% growth in enrollment. Stanger expects integration to speed up the process for transfer students, increase the use of facilities, and lower administrative costs. Tracy Lynn, Family Life News. Right, thank you, Tracy. Rats in New York City have a long and not happy history together, but city leaders are hoping a new czar can keep them from taking such a big bite out of the Big Apple. The official title is Director of Rodent Mitigation, and the person in the role will lead New York City's war on rats. The job listing uses fun words to describe candidates' traits, like bloodthirsty and vehemence for rodents. They'll also need to have a background in urban planning or project management. The starting salary is $120,000 with a chance to make 170 grand. It comes weeks after Mayor Adams signed the RAN action plan in an effort to clean up the five boroughs. Pennsylvania news now. Luzerne County, Pennsylvania has finally certified its election results, but not everyone's happy about that. This woman says her vote didn't count because of dysfunction with the balloting process. I voted, but actually I didn't if you think about it because all I did was colored in circles and my vote was thrown out and there was no good reason or cause as to why. A paper shortage on election night forced Luzerne County polls to remain open two hours past closing time. You let the people down. I mean, where was the checks and balances? Where was the checkoff list for something as simple as paper? We're here in 2022 and we have this kind of problems with our election system to run out of paper. It's like baking a cake without flour. 
The Board of Elections approved the results by a vote of 3-2 to two in Luzerne County. Your state rep or senator in PA may be different beginning today. That's because state redistricting changes are now in effect as of December 1st. The Commonwealth is divided into 50 senatorial and 203 representative districts, but the districting map changes every 10 years based on the most recent census. And a classic AFC East matchup on Thursday night football in a few hours as the Buffalo Bills visit arch-rival New England. Buffalo is still searching for its first divisional win. Head coach Sean McDermott says the Patriots have a really good defense. They do a lot of things in the back end with their, in the various and multiple ways they play man coverage and um, they've got a really good secondary. Obviously, McCourty's back there, and he's been back there for a long time. On the other side, Lion Pats head coach Bill Belichick says Josh Allen can do it all. He's, you know, very dangerous out of the pocket. He's dangerous in the pocket, so kind of just team defense, playing with our leverage, using our teammates' help, them being where they need to be, being aggressive. He's, he's a hard guy to get. Buffalo got some bad news this afternoon, placing top pass rusher Von Miller on IR, meaning he'll be out for at least the next four games. All right, your nightly mark report is up next brought to you by ambassador advisors here's family life's dave margolotti after yesterday's wild ride today was much calmer on wall street job numbers came out before the bell with initial claims lower than expected while ongoing claims were higher than anticipated dollar general and costco slumping after posting disappointing sales data losing seven percent and six percent respectively cloud computing stocks having a solid day additional payroll and earnings numbers will come out tomorrow morning oil up slightly closing at 81 dollars a barrel the dow today lost 190 the S&P 500 off by three and the Nasdaq rose 14. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Thank you, Dave. This is the five o'clock report on family life. With monthly payments now averaging over $700, it begs the question, should you buy or lease your next car? Hi, I'm Rob West with your Money Wise Minute. The advantage of buying a car is obvious. You own it, and you can sell it if you want to. The problem is new and used car prices are really high these days. That's why a lot of folks are considering leasing, but it has clear drawbacks. Payments may be smaller, but leasing comes with mileage restrictions and steep penalties if you go over them. And when the lease is up, the dealer still owns the car. You've accrued zero equity. So even though lease payments may be easier to swallow than those with a car loan, in my book, buying your next car still trumps leasing. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, moneywise.org, or by downloading MoneyWise Biblical Finance from your app store. All right, coming up on the 5 o'clock report, a trashy tale with a happy ending. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast. The month of December arrived on a winter-like note, but a little warming is ahead in the short term. With some sunshine expected, your Friday looks a little less harsh, a little more pleasant than it was today. Forecast details for tonight, diminishing winds. Some clouds around and across New York State particularly, but some starlight as well, especially in central and eastern Pennsylvania. Low temps, 20s. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny. High temps into the 40s and near 50. On Saturday, windy with rain. The temperatures peak at or above 50, but then tumble. Rain could change to some snow or snow showers in the afternoon and evening across far western New York and northwest Pennsylvania. Thanks, Kevin. Finally at 5, a husband nightmare come to life. So where are we now? In a garbage truck on the way to the dump. 
It all started with a New Hampshire woman cleaning her wedding rings, then wrapping them in a napkin to dry, and to her dutiful husband to take out the trash. You've probably already guessed where we're headed here. He tossed what he thought was just a dirty napkin into a garbage bag, then headed off to the local transfer station. Back home, enter panicked wife. She looked around for her rings. I said, um, they may be in the trash that I just took to the transfer station. After realizing his major marital mistake, he rushed back to that transfer station. Trying to find it, almost like a needle in a haystack. Transfer station crew to the rescue. They poured through surveillance video to narrow down the search amid 20 tons of trash and finally found the bag. It was the very last napkin in there that I opened up and there were the two diamond rings. He jumped up, gave me a big hug, took a couple pictures with us. He even came in the, the following Saturday, bought the guys pizzas and stuff. A relieved husband says it was gross, but worth it. I wouldn't recommend anyone else do that, but, you know, to get the rings back, I would do it a thousand times over. Amen, brother. After all that, we're guessing his wife probably had to wash those rings all over again. That's the world we live in for Thursday, December 1st, 2022. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.